You are listening to The Yoni Codes, where every week we explore the secret mysteries of the divine feminine through the reclamation of motherhood, entrepreneurship, and relationship. Through the gates of your yoni and held within your womb are secret codes that, when activated, spark magic, healing, and rebirth. The Yoni Codes are the wisdom keys to harnessing your power, healing your lineage, and expressing your magic in the world. We believe that if every woman unlocks the yoni codes within themselves, the ripple effect will be the healing of our collective. I'm Melissa April. I'm Catherine Blanco. Let us dive into the mysteries together. All right, I'm going to tell you how I met your mother. (laughs) (laughs) The pandemic hit. We were in a kundalini dance course program. Mm-hmm. experience together um so we dance through the seven chakras activating shakti energy kundalini energy and we met there but we actually didn't know that we met there until months later when yes. i hired my my first doula jasmine who then brought Catherine into the mix um, because Mm -hmm. of I was moving out of her territory. (laughs) Yeah. Like her service area, her service area. Yeah. So it was kind of, yeah, it's all just so like serendipitous and magical how it all came together. But. Well, I think actually we should speak a little bit if you don't mind getting a little more personal in terms of like, why we were both at kundalini dance because i think that's totally fitting to the whole theme of our podcast and like the big reason why i was there was i was still nursing my son so he was born in april 2018 and my cycle hadn't returned and i was craving my moon cycle to come back and the purpose of me joining the kundalini dance was to like activate my root chakra my sacral to bring back my cycle because i miss the creativity and the the feeling of home that i had when i was grounded in in that um process of of every month like having your bleed time, like that's a really sacred thing to me. And it always has been, and I was missing it. It felt like a really long time without it. And yeah, and it is wild because it actually worked. (laughs) And within a couple of weeks of me being in the Kundalini dance, I actually, my cycle actually returned. (laughs) That gave me like chills. And yeah, and it's cool because I'm wearing you can't you guys can't see this, but I'm actually wearing a baby right now and part of that cycle returning like December 2020, I actually conceived Cora. So <laughs> um at the end of that year. So it's kind of wild um how it's all we're very much connected in in a deep way all starting mm-hmm. from that January and totally why were yeah why were you there 
<laughs> no, it's so cool because, I mean, I feel like we've talked for so many, so many hours and hours and hours and hours. And I feel like there's parts of that that I didn't know. So that's just so beautiful. Um, for me, I... I was on a fertility journey um, and in 2019 I had two miscarriages and it really propelled me into, I was already on a personal development, spiritual development journey, but it really like sent me into the thick of it, like head first into the dark night of the soul. And it was the most profound like jolt into I think like myself, like my true self that I had ever been in. And I, in a uh, meditation, I was speaking with my guides and they were telling me like, you need to be doing more Kundalini or you need to be doing Kundalini it kept coming up and I kept seeing serpents and I didn't know much about Kundalini at all. Um, but it was like, okay, I'll like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> thanks um and then i was like i was on online and i saw um i saw an ad come up for it it was like kundalini dance and i was like i thought it was kundalini yoga <laughs> but it was a kundalini dance class with martine and <clears throat> immediately was like okay done like credit card thanks there we go and um so i came into it really wanting to bring more healing and blessing into my womb space. And um, I had been just like so deep in, in this process of healing and letting go. And like what I didn't realize at the time was like this whole like death rebirth cycle um, and like shedding of this, this need to be a mother that I think I had attached to this like mm. identity that if I what if I if I couldn't become a mother then like what would become of me kind of thing and it was really like I think a, about coming home for me wasn't just about healing it so that I could have a baby it was coming back home to myself in my center and my core into my creative expression into who I really am as a woman so it, it meant a lot to be there and I think like even just hearing your experience and how your cycle came back so quickly and like that really speaks to the power of this container like i got chills like talking mm -hmm. about it because it, it was so potent like the energy in that container was something i and i hadn't felt quite like that before and it was like i think it ended like right after things were starting to like blow up with covid and it was also the time that I became pregnant with my twins and had no idea if like things were going to stick, <laughs> mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, and they did because they're here now. And um, yeah, it, but it, anyways, so not only did it like bring this Im immense amount of like healing and just like, I don't even know, like this like cosmic effect like washed over me and I, I just have never felt so dialed into myself and my body and and all of the things but then I met a soul sister and somebody who was with me during my pregnancy or a lot of my pregnancy and and the birth of my babies and almost I think ten, almost 10 months postpartum mm -hmm. you were with me and the babes and my family during that time and so it was just and then I was of course, with you during 
Beautiful. Yeah, during this pregnancy. Yeah. And it's so cool to think that you were also in a strange way at the there at the very, very beginning because you were a part of my cycle return, like it, the cycle returning in order for me to conceive yeah. Cora, which I didn't know at the time. It wasn't until for another podcast yeah (laughs) (laughs) we'll be talking about that journey um all about conscious conception and talking a little bit about that with Cora and that that journey but it started there and then I had no idea what maybe less than six months later I would start walking with you on your pregnancy journey towards the twins and the conversations that we had the deaths that you had to go through energetically during your pregnancy and Mm -hmm. boundaries and, and then actually being in the room as you were going through your rebirth. Oh, what a privilege, like what an honor. I was there. I got to witness these beautiful babies being born and the power and the vulnerability of that that time like it's it's so magical to think back to being able to actually see in my mind that process because I, I was there and I witnessed you going through it so it's so <sighs> potent <laughs> oh my god I just have so many chills it makes me emotional just thinking about it because it's coming up their year birthday and mm-hmm. my rebirth day. It's my birthday too. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but it really felt that way because my my pregnancy was, I mean, the theme of it was rebirth. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it feels really special to be like kicking off this this journey now and this new project and what we're bringing into the world just on this note, you know, it's really special. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I remember uh, Jasmine introducing us, and she was like, "I think you you guys know each other. Like, we we dance together in Kundalini dance." And I was like, "Wait a minute, what's your full name? Like, what's your?" <laughs> it was like, "What's your mother's maiden name?" Because <laughs> yeah. in in the this in this uh, it, Kundalini experience we were in, every class we would start by sharing our full name. Um, honoring our um, both our maternal and paternal lineages is that right yes yeah yeah Um, and so as soon as she said her name I was like oh yes oh my goodness I like totally like I feel like it was like all these codes of all these women of all of these lineages like seated in my brain (laughs) it was just really cool to be like oh my god we danced together as I was probably like they were coming in <laughs> the yeah souls were like entering in so it's so wild well and I I remember you very clearly at Kudalini dance like I didn't realize it was you until Jasmine said that and I was like oh my gosh it's her because I even like cause I think I mentioned this to you when we were talking a couple weeks ago even but like I clearly remember where Melissa was sitting the first time I saw her, it sounds like a love story, it kind of <laughs> is. But I remember, like, I don't remember everybody in the circle, but I do remember, like, her 
like Melissa's energy being really, really strong and sort of being like, hmm, who is she? Like there was this like mystery and I'm like, oh, but the way the, this, this dance is, it's like we're dancing together, but it's also very private. Everybody's on their sacred journey in this space. So it doesn't feel appropriate to like go up to somebody and exchange numbers. Like yeah. <laughs> it's well, just and not there the is space no, for it. Like, yeah. I think there's a rule. Like we don't talk. Like we can yeah. talk with our hearts or yeah. our eyes, I guess, but we can't like talk until after. And then at the end of classes, at the end of the classes, I was just so like overcome yeah. by that experience that I was I know, just like, I would almost feel high. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ooh, if I talk to anybody, they're gonna hate me. <laughs> I'm not okay to talk to people. I'm not right yeah. <laughs> kind of like how you feel after a really good massage or something like that. Is like, yeah, I was like way up, like way high to yeah. just like had to get into my into my zone to even drive home. <laughs> like as we're talking about that, I like remember just like awkwardly like smiling and being like, oh like <laughs> creepy <Wow>. little noises. <laughs> like <laughs> thank you thank, thank you, you for the dance <laughs> ah, yes nice moves <laughs> thumbs up <laughs> okay like bye guys <laughs> good times <laughs> uh, yeah like yeah I'm just if you know you know <laughs> yeah it's really hard to describe the experience but um and I think that's part of the mystery and what draws people back to that experience is because it is so hard to really put into words yeah yeah totally I mean it cracks something wide open in me for sure I'm so glad that I had that experience before everything kind of went into lockdown and and stuff like that yeah everything and yeah it was at the very end of of the journey so yeah, it's interesting to to think about how things shifted so quickly after that. Yeah, it was just like a domino effect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was. Um, I don't know if any of you have had a um, a birth keeper. I've worked with somebody in that capacity um, during your pregnancy, or you know somebody who has. But it's a really intimate experience it's yeah again something that you can't quite put into words but my husband and I are are very close and we went through this incredible journey together just being so open and raw and real with each other but there's something very different about being in the presence of another woman Mm -hmm. who can hold the space for you during this like huge opening and Mm -hmm. and this huge death that really is occurring within you and also at the same time this huge birth that's occurring like it's really it's a wild experience but one thing that I'll always remember is that one session that we sat in together me you and Jasmine and I think Jim was there too and I spoke out loud like my deepest fears Mm -hmm. of the birth and it was the most beautiful space that anybody has ever held for me. So thank you for that. Mm. (laughs) If I haven't said it before, like it just meant so much to me 
to be seen in that way. <clears throat> and um, yeah, I just, I feel like I, I just knew from that moment onward, like, I don't know how our relationship will, what it will be or what it will look like, but I know that I'll have these women in my life forever. Like there's just mm. no way that that could not happen. And I mean, I certainly want every woman to have that experience, whether you're giving birth or not, like we should, we all should have that kind of connection to other mm -hmm. women. And it really sent me on this journey of, I think, healing a lot of sisterhood wounds as well um, yes. in a way that I hadn't before. So just like a really wild experience. Totally. Yeah. I, I remember that conversation that you're talking about too. And what, what is cool, like cool is like the worst word, but <laughs> what's, I am just for our listeners, I'm, I am 41 days postpartum. So <laughs> my brain isn't fully, <laughs> um, but what was really, I guess, really inspiring about that conversation was like Jasmine and I, like holding the space for you to be vulnerable but then you allowing yourself to go there because mm -hmm. it it's like you can you can hold space for someone or or have the intention to have the space there but not everybody steps into it fully and mm -hmm. both you and Jim went there and mm -hmm. I think that really speaks to who you are both as a woman and as a mother, but also in your relationship, um, to be able to, to be vulnerable in front of each other like that, I think is really, really powerful. Mm, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like that perfect concoction of energies and people and, you know, you have the right people with you, whatever you're going through, it just, it can, it can unlock that magic within you and I, mm. I actually think that that is a yoni code like totally being, being in the presence of other women especially and allowing yourself to be vulnerable and allowing yourself to be seen and heard okay. and allowing yourself to speak things that like gives me chills to even think that I would share some of that stuff like out loud you know mm -hmm. to another person it's like when we let that, when we let ourselves go there and we let it be fully received by somebody else, like something unlocks within us. Mm. Something from the universe drops in. I love and we that. ground into that. Yeah. The, the allowing of, <laughs> the allowing of being able to receive too. Yeah. Right? The, to be able to receive, um, to receive the love to receive support mm -hmm. um I think that's something that a lot of women especially struggle with oh, when it sure. comes to like yeah and when it comes to opening up around others it's like well we ha always have to have everything together and we need to know the answers or like if we are vulnerable and speak our fears and our truth is that going to take something away and, and instead um, can we allow it to expand, like allow it to be a catalyst for expansion rather than feeling diminished? 
Totally. Yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. I think I'm just like trying to like jump back into that time and just remember, because I remember it being, I mean, and there were so many times where it was like that, where, where nothing needs to be said, you know, it's just like that space just being there and like, and you're receiving from this, like, I don't know. It's like, it's like almost like you're in a different dimension <laughs> a little bit <laughs> where nothing needs to be said and nothing needs to be done and nobody needs to give you anything nobody needs to tell you anything nobody needs to do anything for you for you to receive like the the immenseness of it you know mm -hmm. 100%. Um, and I think that this happens I think this happens during birth and during the pregnancy journey as you're opening into that next phase but I think also just in rebirth in general if we can tap into that kind of energy I don't think that there's much that we wouldn't be able to do really mm -hmm. you know what I mean totally and yeah <laughs> We're like being sucked into a wormhole right now. <laughs> so long story short, we went on to have lots of conversations with us. <laughs> and then we were like, we need to do a podcast. Because there's a lot more here to explore. Well, and yeah, and and there's a lot that we have um, worked out together too, like in terms of our relationship as growing from like that client like <laughs> birth worker like kind of um feeling to really really close friends and we've had some big conversations and boundaries that we've had to bring up into our relationship and feelings hurt and we've spoken out loud about it and it's only it's only brought our sisterhood closer I think um and it's something that like and that's something that we definitely want to bring to the podcast is talking about how women can can be together and work together and um and speaking to something that I feel like a lot of women out there are lacking is that community. So we want mm -hmm. you guys the, listening, just by listening to our podcast, you're in our community, that you're a part of our conversation. And that's how that's how we want the vibe to feel in here, um, in this container, um, in our Yoni portal <laughs> over here. <laughs> that Yoni it's a safe magic. <laughs> Yoni portal magic. <laughs> it's a safe place for you to come and listen and to laugh with us and potentially cry with us, but also to feel like you have a place to, to go and, and feel held. So. Mm, it's so beautiful. And yeah. And it's like, and hopefully that whatever is activated within you you get to go out and share and have those conversations, inspire your own kinds of conversations and your own codes within you mm -hmm. with other people. And I think this is how we create and strengthen sisterhood and community. And it really is a ripple effect. So 
I am so excited just to keep the conversations <laughs> going and to be here with all of the listeners and you, of course, and Cora. And Cora. <laughs> Cora's the baby, the beautiful baby. I may have heard her cooing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that we want to speak into. No. We're done. <laughs> We're done. We're Thank done. you for coming along for our to our journey here. Um, we're really excited to to dive in deeper and we hope that you'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> we're very interesting people. <laughs> and funny. Like hilarious. <laughs> like slap your knee funny. <laughs> like spit out your coffee. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so you're welcome <laughs> no <laughs> anytime <laughs> um no we love you guys whoever you are <laughs> we haven't come up with a sign off yet we haven't come up with a sign off yet um but you can follow us on instagram uh i'm at the at the at the melissa april and i'm at Catherine Blanco birth. <laughs> and all of that will be in the show notes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm excited to just, yeah, keep going, keep flowing into these conversations. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to this Yoni Code. If this episode moved, inspired, or flat out entertained you, please head over to iTunes and give us five stars or share with a friend. Follow us on Instagram at the Yoni Codes to continue the conversation. Oh, and make sure to click on the link in the profile for other ways to connect. We look forward to unlocking the next Yoni Code together.